Hello. This is the 52nd tale in a year and a day of weekly short stories set in the split worlds. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we will begin. This story is called Compensation. It's a boy. Derek stared at the nurse. What? You've got a beautiful grandson, Mr. Cook. Seven pounds, seven ounces. Mum and baby are doing well. Give us a few minutes to make them both comfortable, and you'll be able to see them. Is your wife here? He shook his head. She isn't well. The nurse nodded and went back into the room. None of them had known whether the baby would be a boy or a girl. He thought of the woman at the flower show and felt sick. How could she have known? His daughter had wanted to keep it a surprise and hadn't even known herself. He'd carried the number given to him by the strange man there since the day his daughter told him she was pregnant. Derek had almost managed to convince himself that the woman saying she'd take the baby because he had stolen some roses was all just some silliness he'd imagined. He'd tried to tell himself that it was just a lucky guess. She'd had a 50% chance of getting it right. It didn't make him feel any better. He walked to the end of the corridor and dialed the number. It went to voicemail. This is a message for Montgomery. He heard a woman at a flower show say she was going to take my grandson and told me to call when he was born. The message is Rapunzel. He ended the call and then called Sue. She said she would get out of bed and shower. It was the first time Sue had sounded normal in over a year. I'll pick you up soon, he promised. He didn't want to leave the hospital until Montgomery arrived. Before he had a chance to do anything else, the nurse collected him, and an hour passed in a whirl of tears and cuddles. Derek couldn't stop marvelling at his grandson's tiny hands and feet. He'd never seen such a beautiful baby. He didn't even mind the boyfriend being there, nor the fact they weren't married. It didn't seem important anymore. Times were changing. He apologised for being a silly old sod, and they all laughed. Three bouquets of flowers arrived. He smiled at how fast good news travelled. When the boyfriend left to pick up some things for his daughter, Derek made an excuse and checked his phone. Nothing. He dialed again. This is a message for Montgomery. You said you would help. Where are you? We're at Northwick Park Hospital in the maternity unit. As his thumb stabbed the red button, he smelt roses. He turned and saw the woman from the flower show walking towards his daughter's room. She looked exactly as she had then and was still just as intimidatingly beautiful. He ran and reached the door before she did, putting himself in the way. Ah, Mr. Cook, she smiled. I'm here to collect the debt. I'm not going to give my grandson to you. Who do you think I am? I think you're just a poor old fool. Look, he held up his hands. There's a man on the way, and he's going to stop you. He heard what you said before, and he... Her laugh made him stop. He wouldn't happen to be a rather ugly man with poor taste in clothes? The look on his face made her laugh again. He's not going to do anything. Now, are you going to get the baby? I'll let you kiss him goodbye. I'll call the police. So it's to be like this. Very well, Mr. Cook. 
She whispered something, and the smell of roses became so strong he felt a sneeze building. As he sucked in a breath, she reached forwards and touched his shoulder. It was nothing more than a momentary contact, and then she moved around him to get to the door. He tried to stop her, but his limbs were rigid. The sneeze never came, he couldn't even breathe, held there statue-like as she went into his daughter's room. He tried to call out, but nothing happened. He couldn't even move his eyes. The moments stretched as his panic grew. There was the sound of the door opening again, and her heels clicking on the floor. She passed him, carrying a bouquet of flowers, one that had been left waiting for a vase in his daughter's room. Perhaps she'd had a change of heart, seeing a newborn with his mother, and took those as payment instead. Only a monster could take a child like that. She smiled as if they'd never spoken, and then he could move again. It was over. Derek gasped for air as she walked away. Oh God, he whispered. Thank you. He rested his head against the wall, waiting for the tingling in his hands and feet to pass. He didn't want his daughter to see him so shaken. When Derek felt normal again, he went into her room. He wanted to kiss that child and forget any of the strange business had ever happened. His daughter was sitting up in bed as she had been before, a little colour back in her cheeks and glowing with happiness. In her arms was a bouquet of white roses, held close to her like a baby. The thorns were piercing her arms and hands, leaving tiny blooms of blood, brilliant red against the white petals. Derek checked the cot as his stomach twisted but he already knew it was empty. The cloying scent of the roses made him want to retch as he approached his daughter. Look at him, Dad, she whispered as a terrible pain grew in his chest. Isn't he perfect? That's the end of this week's story. If you'd like to find out more about the Split Worlds, then go to www.splitworlds.com. Thank you for listening.